Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I've got, listen boys, I've got to get the quarter to ten train. the magazine in my life. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble. Lovely to have your ears. I've got the three sexy beasts with me. James or Jim's one of them. Hello. Pete's the middle one. How day? And Luke's bringing up the rear. All right. Uh, good to have you, chaps, as always. Uh, gentlemen, I've got a tweet from... I'm on Twitter now. Yeah. Yeah. At last. Uh, uh, PCC Han 1981 tweeted... Now, this was in light... Of course, well, not in light. Rooney's had a loss of form for yeah, a little not while. Not just Rooney, now. though. Torres as well. Torres Joe Cole. Well, I mean, yeah. you could even... Tie with that brush. Thanks. Well, he's wondering who the Ramble Force would choose if they were asked the question, name a player who famously had a loss of form, a sudden dip. Are we being asked that question? That's what I want to know. You are now. James or Jim? I suppose, does it it count if they never recovered? Yeah, no, I think so. If it doesn't, then mine, I need to think of another one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, going to go for Lee Sharp. Good um, one. Because it was just such a dramatic decline. You know, he was on loan at Sampdoria at one point. He only played yeah. a few games. He did, yeah. Like that, which yeah. Just weird. He came to Portsmouth as well for a bit. Yeah, that's right, of course. Oh, I think it was at Bradford as well, he was up for a bit, wasn't it? it was, yeah. It's Celebrity Love Island. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I saw him only a couple of years ago playing um, like a sort of uh, kind of. It was England Island Legends at Craven <laughs> Cottage. What, it was Lee hilarious. Sharp? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Lee Sharp scored a hat trick. And it's just incredible to think that. I mean, he's only like 32, 33 in that game. He, he could easily have still really? been playing. If he was playing in the England Island game, were you playing as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, Ale- I was on the bench. <laughs> Alex, Ferguson, Alex Ferguson tells a story of how when he finally st- sorted Ryan Giggs out, when Ryan Giggs sort of refocused and yeah. became obviously... Because oh, him and Sharp were mates. They were big mates. I think they lived together. Yeah. And um, there was talk. It got re- I mean, Ferguson, I'm not sure if it's still the case, I imagine it is, but he knew all when the City of Manchester. Yeah, nothing went right. on without him knowing. Because <laughs> yeah. you know the story about him driving around trying to find Paul McGrath and stuff. Well, there was a, well, th- 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 those two as well. Both Giggs and Sharp, wasn't he? Famously, right. he pulled them out of a party. It was yeah. their house imagine party. Imagine that. It was their own party. He was at a dinner or something. He was wearing like the bow tie and all, I think. Yeah, he went round Yeah. And, and he chucked everybody down, out. And he sat down with gig. Yeah, he did. He closed the party down. How and he, brilliant and he, is that? He's, wor- he's mm. worse than the police. Uh, <laughs> the Terminator Three was notoriously a bit rubbish, and they should have just got him as, as the next <laughs> Terminator because that would be terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting that um, Sharp and Giggs are similar ages because it just it, it's such a quite similar players in a way as well, and such an interesting yeah. parallel between them that Giggs took it so seriously, and Lee Sharp just seemed to just let it sl- well, like, slide. Well, Ferguson said he couldn't get through to Sharp. So Giggs yeah. really picked up his game, obviously, and, and sorted himself out. But Sharp wasn't. Any of it. And he sold him re- pretty soon after what that. What was that thing? Yeah. Do you remember? Um, that he, someone emailed. Yeah, it's he. He's, he had a fan club, didn't he? Lee Sharp. Yeah. 
you'd come round his house and he'd do a barbecue or something mental like that. Did he not like send out a, a monthly cassette or something? That's right. <laughs> which was was him talking like just what he's been up to. His and brother that. ran it, I think. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That's how the rumble started. Post out cassettes. Is that yeah. a new low? Running your brother's <laughs> fan club? <Yeah. laughs> Especially if it was a younger brother. <laughs> anyway, uh, good one, James. Pete. Uh, isn't we, actually isn't Wayne Rooney a Wayne Rooney impersonator? That's a new law. His, his, brother, his brother's that. a Wayne Rooney impersonator. Yeah. Maybe it's his brother playing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just having a bit of time yeah. off, yeah. smoking on the continent, yeah. having uh, a wee in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone else like noticeably wince when Rooney said, "No, I haven't got an ankle problem." Mm. Oh. Oh. I think honest. you were briefed that you have, <laughs> <laughs> and you will have tomorrow. I <laughs> <laughs> got Pete. Uh, so I'm going to go for uh, Thomas Brolin. Oh, yes. who is only forty. <laughs> oh my god! He should only be. He could, should only have retired about five years ago. Really, no, yeah. that, but, uh, that is crazy. Leeds have ruined a few players. They <laughs> <laughs> still are, arguably. It's yeah. where it's got to just be even worse. Oh, yeah. We'll check. Maybe there'll be a. Oh, no, should we have an honourable mention to Robbie Fowler as well? Indeed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, well, yeah. I mean, well, probably. It, uh, to be fair, it was starting long before he got to Leeds. To be fair, with uh, he, he broke yeah, his foot just before ninety, before ninety six in an eating was. accident. He had, he had a decent, really decent uh, ninety four. But then he, was, he played at World Cup 90 yeah. yeah And then Palmer bought uh, Asprey Stoichkov and Zola And he just couldn't get back well, in the not team only, not only he that, broke his foot Euro 92 They ripped England to pieces Yeah they did Oh and of course The famous goal And the famous commentary Yeah From yeah. Brian Moore I think it was Where he did, he did a version Of Dolly Parton's Jolene Where he yeah. went Brolene Brolene yeah. Darlene Brolene Not quite as methodical <laughs> as that But I, I get what he, you're saying When he played for Palmer Against Arsenal In the, uh, the Cup Winners Cup he was, he was just a devastating player And he looked, looked a real handful And a real threat and score that night, did he, James? No, cup, but still, cup winners, cup winner, winner, cup winner, cup winner. <laughs> <laughs> Never know when to stop when you say that. No. Cup winners, cup winner, winner. He won something. Thomas Brown, a very good one, Pete. Luke, what you got for us? Cast your minds back to the Merseyside derby at Goodison Park uh, in 1997 98. Who scored an amazing solo goal? Well, Ken Chelsky's. Danny Kadamatari. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, massive I mean it's not more it's less of a dip in form to more of it's a dramatic fall from grace yeah. it has been a dip in form but it's gone on forever yeah. <laughs> because he, he, he went I think he went on loan somewhere and he went on loan to um, to Bradford I think and he, he yeah, ended he up signing for them um, he was at Grey's Athletic at one point Oh my goodness! No, yeah. Isn't he at Motherwell now? He's at Dundee United. Dundee. He's got, he, to be fair, he's doing okay. It's good to see him though. Still playing the top division. I know the SPL isn't the dizzy heights of sort of Merseyside derbies, mm. but still. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, but don't forget. I mean, he came out sort of not long after Michael Owen, and everyone was talking mm. about him in the same breath for a while. He had yeah. a great season that season, and he's never replicated it since. And there was a couple of incidents with the police, wasn't there? Where he got he got um, he got in trouble, um, suspicion of perverting the course of justice and stuff like that. And his mm. career never really recovered. And he just sort of ambled along from one club to the next. I mean, think about it though. You, 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 comparisons could be drawn with him and Jody Morris. Yeah, yeah. Because Jody Morris, uh, you know, the, the guy I know who used to play for Chelsea Youth at the same time said Morris was. Frighteningly good. Yeah. He would take the piss out of the other teams and he was amazing. But, but off the field, I think Kadamatri had a lot of problems off the field as well. Mm, yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. he couldn't quite do it at the top level again. Yeah, so that's mine, and I'll, uh, I'll take the points gratefully. Well, we haven't <laughs> had mine yet. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, now, I'm going to go for one which is he, he had a dip and then he's, he's kind of come back. Petr Cech. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. He did get his skull collapsed though. Yeah. No, no, but still, he did. <laughs> Which have is a the la- last part of your body you want collapsing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he did have a, a dip though, and of course, his mistake really cost the Czech Republic. He's got a dip in his head now. In, yeah, <laughs> at, Euro- <laughs> <laughs> at Euro 2008 mm. um, against Turkey. You can't buy a helmet for form. No. No, you can't. <laughs> form helmet. And on that note, I'm going to have to give out the points. Was it Stephen Hunt who dropped the knee on him? It was, yeah, because yeah. as we've, we've noticed, Stephen Hunt c- can't slow down. No, exactly. If he scores a goal, he ends up in the net. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen him for ages, that's because he's running yeah. still. Yeah. What are you running from? I saw Bruce? him score, actually, at uh, Stamford Bridge. Hull, the first day, first game of the season before they went down. Mm. Well done to him. Yeah. <laughs> and to James or Jim, who's got the points. Yeah. Yes. James or Jim. Lee Sharp, indeed. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about Rooney then. Manchester mm. United drew two all at home to West Brom. Rooney looked a shadow of the man that Wait, we knew like last season. He came on late, didn't he? He did, but I think it was, was Alan Hansen was pointing out that every time he got the ball, it was just sort of bouncing off him, I think Hansen's words were. Yeah, that, that seems to have... Um, even at the World Cup, it seemed like that, didn't it? And it's, it's been a long... I didn't realise how long it's been since he scored. It's, it's oh, absolutely no, 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 for Manchester United yeah, from, from open United play. From play yet, but it's March. March? Yeah. Yeah, because he obviously play. netted for England away to Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. From but he's, open play. He's but yeah, you're right. He's excellent in that game. That seems to have been the one game where this dip just didn't seem to affect him that, well, that was straight off the back of all the, the allegations or not allegations whatever it was about his private life yeah. mm. we, we started I mean, we, I mean even moving away well, I'm sure we'll talk about England Montenegro a little bit later on but him against uh, just him just lofting balls to the wings and stuff constantly yeah. really easy to defend and it just seemed it seemed at half time Capella said to him just start running at players and he looked a completely different player. If he mm. just does that for me, doesn't he drop as deep as he as he was yeah. against against the? Uh, he was dropping very deep to put the ball. Gerard was playing very deep as well. Well, he was forced to because you didn't want Gerard in a striker's position when Rooney was behind him and like <laughs> no. like, yeah. like doing like a Macaulay sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was bizarre. That's it was right. very very strange. Well, against, he's um, obviously suffering with form. Right? Yeah. Well, and he's uh, sorry, not form. So obviously suffering from form, but he's obviously uh, suffering from a problem with confidence and, and yeah. everything surrounding him is really affecting him. Well, the the the, the rumours. I think I think they're still rumours at the time recording that he's not signing a new contract mm. yeah well it, it's just, it seems to be sort of almost like a, maybe a dangerous game of brinkmanship for yeah. Rooney because I've not seen any quotes from him but it's this yeah, is so right. widely reported it's, it seems like there's obviously something to it what I love it's, is it's one sorry it's, it's just um, I mean what do you guys think I, I, I can't see him leaving it, I really think no, Ferguson will get him get him straight and it might be that he's just trying to sort of barter for like an improved yeah, I, I, deal I, I like they're offering just, him a lot it is just a, it's like 150 grand a week yeah. it, it's a bargaining chip that I think was just has just been so widely reported because it's become a weird time yeah. and to be honest with his form as it is now his probably his um, bargaining and his sort of discussions regarding a contract probably not in the best position yeah. really to, to talk from well look at your form now why should yeah. we give you that's why I don't think it is that's why I don't think it is a bargaining chip because it normally more often than not those sort of things Happen when players are playing the best mm. form of their career, and and then they say, "Oh yeah, well look how good I am," but I might leave, and then they get more money. I yeah. actually think that Rudy does want to leave, and I think he might leave. Well, I mean, the, 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 the reports are that it's a falling out between he and Ferguson, aren't they? Which is you know, obviously we've seen it happen before, and these players get moved on, etc. Well, don't tend to last long if that's the case. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, l- looking at the position United are in now, they need Rooney and they need the, the, this the Rooney it. of last season. The difference is when he got rid of Beckham, you know, he, he kind of could when he got rid of yeah. Van Nistelrooy. You know, th- these are guys who are m- much more in the sort of late 20s, approaching 30. Yeah. Mm. And Ferguson's maybe looking at a new direction, you know, with Beckham, he was thinking maybe more Cristiano Ronaldo. I, I forget. Beckham the- wasn't that old, but yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah but do you see what I mean? Yeah. And, and, but, but, but Rooney's different. 
Yeah. You know, he won't want to get rid of... He said himself when they sold Cristiano Ronaldo to Real or before he went, he said, we sold them Van Nistel and Beckham because we wanted to. Mm. Yeah. He won't want to sell Rooney Absolutely. to anybody. And that, I mean, obviously Rooney is in there. Uh, Rooney, he spent so much money on Rooney when he was still very young because he was, he's meant to be the linchpin of this, this last great side that Ferguson's building, perhaps yeah. the last. I mean, we, we, he may go on forever, who knows? But <laughs> yeah. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, as you say, he, he won't want to sell him and that will undo so much work. He'll have to dramatically rethink his, his entire squad and his sort of, his sort of long-term plan without Rooney. Yeah. Yeah, and they drew two all at home with West Brom. Another good result for West Brom. I know they were fortunate with the goals, but they've, they've been brilliant. They really I, feel, I feel bad for West Brom because whenever they get a good result, everyone just Absolutely, goes, oh, yeah. the other team are rubbish. Yeah, what, yeah, why were yeah, they so yeah. rubbish? <laughs> no, don't, yeah, don't disrespect them. I know Van der Sar had an absolute schoolboy. Oh, yeah. did you hear Lineker's pun at the end of what, Match no, of the Day? Edwin Blundersar. Oh dear. That doesn't even work. Is he yeah. trying to get a bit You've of had all show to think that up. <laughs> and you've probably got writers. Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. He, is he sort of trying to get the match the does he sort of look at the um the Sunday show and just think that sounds a little bit more fun, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bar- you saying that pun's a bargaining chip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think it is a bargaining chip. <laughs> 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 That's not how it works, is it, James? Colin Murray in a big packet of Doritos Colin, on the yeah. Yeah. But I love that he had to it and the joke and he had to get it out of frame somehow and he kept crunching it and I was just like is it just Oi. take it out of your mouth while the image is on that's it's a bargaining chip nice <laughs> 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 that's how you do a pun yeah. got there in the end is, is that, that a bargaining chip yeah. for you to get yeah, on to yeah, National yeah. Day 2 he's not even being paid Lunica <laughs> <laughs> yeah. look at that um, yeah I, I liked how they uh, they couldn't show the Doritos face on yeah. because of the logos and stuff but there's a logo on the back it's just utterly futile <laughs> yeah the Colin Murray giggle hour I call that sure. <laughs> Colin Murray shit hour Ooh. oh no, he's actually not that bad right, Clough. I don't yeah I don't like him resorting to rubbish jokes in the visual game I, I, just I, do the shit I, 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 I was saying to Jim before the show, I, was just, I said well if Match Day 2 was launched uh, a few years ago as a sort of irreverence yeah. sideways glance at yeah. uh, football <laughs> but it just wasn't it was still no. just naff all football and mm. Gabbing on about now and and Adrian Childs, yeah. but now it's just kind of like oh god, well, it's just, it, 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 it's just as well. Ch- leaning across yeah. to have a crisp. It's just as, as well. Oh. Charles isn't there because all these good results West Brom are having, he'd be unbearable. <laughs> well, Dixon was gutted when he gave when, when he had those crisps. He looked like he wanted to absolutely smash him in <laughs> the face, <laughs> especially when Dilly Hammond took yeah. it and Dixon felt like genuinely yeah. betrayed. What are you get involved? Yeah. What are you doing to my career, yeah. Colin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could get a lot worse uh, if they yeah. carry on in this thing. It'd be like Colin Murray with Alan Shearer and Jack White. Do you know Eating I mean? jam just on the, toast. Yeah. No, Jack Warner and Jack White. <laughs> yeah. would be would be the um, Jack Bauer, the pinnacle of that. Show. Um, Other assorted Jack Jacks. Bauer. <laughs> Wrong with you, Jack Charlton Anchory. Um, uh, Aston Villa nil Chelsea nil. Mm. Um, I was playing pick live during that. Mm. Won a couple of jackpots. Didn't you? You, you went on to Pick Love, the, the Football Ramble Pick Love site. Yes. And you basically took all our listeners' money. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day for the, for the Scouse Derby, mm. Merseyside Derby, in case mm. you. Um, it was uh, Everton 2, Liverpool 0. Three jackpots in a row, hat trick boys. Wow. Honestly, Early I intentions. Got, I got. A, I think I, I think we found Marcus's vice everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I did um, Blackpool Man City, which was an excellent game. Yeah. Charlie Adam was incredible in that. The good yeah. thing with Pick Live is it really you do see how much players do yeah. if like when they're just racking up the points. It's, yeah. He was absolutely so, superb. So because so, obviously you've got the chat feature on there, and uh, one of the the good listeners uh, said to everybody, "Harry, we can't let Marcus win over us. He'll never stop going on." About it, yeah, and, and it's, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. the nightmare is real I, yeah, I, I, I came um, I've done two games I've done the big game and I've come rock bottom out of oh the big game, game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people play this awful game <laughs> <laughs> where Marcus takes all your money on the yeah. internet yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah, yeah um, get involved but yeah a useful point for Villa seriously get involved it's fun no it really is yeah. it really is um, Villa useful point there's literally home. not an ulterior motive here I'm just, gonna, just get involved I'm going to talk about Villa <laughs> mm. um, sorry yeah no on. I'm not actually we're going to talk about Chelsea because uh, okay point there um, but Perhaps uh, different news. Well, it is different news. Chelsea have signed an 11-year-old from Northampton Town, mm. Michael uh, J- Jassy. Go on, well done. It's got there in the end. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, an 11-year-old. Yes, yeah, crazy. Disgusting. Would you I say? Don't, I, I don't know. Well, it does happen. It, I mean, yeah. Jack Wilsham moved to Arsenal when he's very, very young. It's just, I, I don't know, maybe whether it's because it's Chelsea, it's been reported a lot more. Yeah. It was it, just one adjective I threw out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I read um, a really interesting story a while ago now, not related to this. Um, well, it is related to this, but not this specifically. Um, about how there was a study done, I think it was some like Scandinavia or Holland or something like that, and it looked at pl- uh, boys um, playing with their friends and kids playing in academies. Uh, from a very young age and it actually came out and said that it's really really beneficial for the boys to be playing with their mates mm. even if their mates have got no chance mm. of making it because they're much more relaxed they're confident they, they yeah. enjoy playing yeah. their football and then when they get to 15 or maybe at 14 they then coached. they go into the academy because yeah. apparently it's a lot of what, also what's happened is a lot of clubs are hoarding players yeah. I mean I know Portsmouth for a fact who aren't a, you know, who aren't a big club by any stretch of the imagination are hoarding hundreds of kids so you go down to Portsmouth now and you speak to people and their cousins or whatever at 11 and they're playing oh yeah he plays for Portsmouth yeah so the 600 other kids yeah, 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 yeah. do you feel it's almost like sorry it's like playing the percentages well it is yeah, but, yeah. And, and, and I know that Liverpool are one for that as well a lot, yeah. a lot of beer clubs are even worse and, they, and Arsenal's they're actually li- um, actual squad when you include the under 21 players and stuff it's up to about 74 was it he announced oh, and obviously that's without all yeah. the youth, youth setups and stuff with the bigger it, clubs do, do just like rinse the catchment areas with all the kids I mean it, it, legally you can't offer them money so it's you know win win for the football team do they really? offer them sweets <laughs> Yeah. Right, this, apparently, I was reading a four for two a couple of months ago where a scout, a notable scout, actually said that he wouldn't go into details. But an eight-year-old uh, somewhere in the country, some Premiership team, was apparently uh, giving them like a grand a month or something just for them to play football for this specific team. God. And it's enough. It's enough to keep the parents interested, put them in a fund for. It's incredible. For the kids. I, I mean, going back to what you said, Luke, about it's important for them to play their mates, uh, play with their mates before. Um, I'd hopefully been in an academy someone I forget who said it might have been Sid Lowe and he said you know Messi is like the ultimate street player Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean by that yeah and it's it's true and they're they're the kind of things as you say when they're more relaxed playing and and they pick up all these little kind of footballing idiosyncrasies almost Mm. yeah well Messi's a perfect example as well of another one who moved very very young that's where you get it from you know Mm. Well, look at I mean, look at all the kids that have been in, in academies for absolutely ages. People like I don't know Scott Parker and, and yeah. stuff. They're all sort of they, they, they can play football, <laughs> but I mean they they're sort of um, they have all of their flair drilled out of them effectively yeah, yeah. because they're all about drills effectively yeah. yeah when you are at like 11 years old you really want to be playing for fun don't you because if yeah. you go there as an 11 year old it's going to be such an intimidating thing and it's almost going to make it feel like a job straight away but, but also though with such money in the game people will you know parents will want their sons to become professional footballers you think bloody hell if he gets up you know that amount yeah. of money we're all set come on you're the real hope and you say it puts enormous pressure w- yeah. with the um, Scott Parker advert uh, you know, the T Jimmy thing the McDonald's one yeah why do they call him Jimmy just use his real name well, he's, he's an actor, isn't he, in that advert? True. It's not he's a narrative, acting. though, is it? It's Scott. not as though he's got a different name. Just yeah, call him Scott. Scott sounds like too much... You've got 
you, like they're effectively sort of saying <laughs> you've got a Big Mac come in Scott. it sounds too Scott yeah. it, I wouldn't, if I was a director I wouldn't use the word Scott that's all it, it, it just sounds too much like you've got why Jimmy though well, I don't. Why use his real name? Is what I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's use his real name ten years it's ago. A, it's fictional. <laughs> years ago. It, he's a fictional boy in that advert. Yeah, fictional. Boy. What a player! T. Scott Parker. It's just what? weird. You don't have to use his surname. It's too formal. Yeah, but you can like, you just give make up a name. Call him Parky, and we're done. <laughs> um, Everton beat Liverpool two 0 <laughs> mm, Did yeah, well, it's good to see? Um, there's no reaction from Liverpool fans knocking about. I will make an argument that reaction. <laughs> Liverpool fans have hamstrung Liverpool not winning the title for 20 years as much as any manager or owner <laughs> I don't know about that I think that I think what they have done though is make people enjoy <laughs> Liverpool <laughs> failing a lot more but the thing is, I mean, look, I, all, what I mean let me put that into context what I'm saying is look, you, if you know anything about football which presumably they all do that you know you don't just look at the manager yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. I don't understand why they're just permanently railing against Roy Hodgson over and over again when anyone can see there's massive circumstances. Dacky the ownership, <laughs> the players, you know, Fernando yeah. Torres is their best player. He's injured. He's been injured, I would argue, for the best part of six to eight months. Yeah. Heitinger you know. had him in his pocket all game. You know he's injured. And then. he's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not a good footballer. You, you, you boys, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm overstating the case slightly, but you'd all at least agree there are extenuating circumstances why this happened. Absolutely, happening. yeah. I mean, it needs to be put in perspective. They can't. They're not in a position where they can compete for the title at the moment, and no. that's um, in Europe at the minute. Yeah, I mean, but uh, obviously Joe Cole's coming. He's, he's not had the impact people would hope and stuff. You look at that squad. I mean, we've, we've said before on this on this podcast. Compare the Liverpool squad to Spurs squad. Spurs is yeah, streets ahead of it. I mean, a long, long way. Even one of their better players, Liverpool, was Ben Ayun, and they got rid of him. Yeah, well, they got rid of him. Choice. They sold but, him. You know. The problem with buying very, very expensive, high-profile players is they want to play week in, week out. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're going to spend, if you're going to spend twenty million on a player, you need to start playing them. Yeah. And, and people, they're not happy with sticking on the bench, so they go, and yeah. that's the problem. They should never have got rid of Voronin, should they? Luke? No. <laughs> but the problem is, though, Jim, do you not think that um, <clears throat> if he was the right manager for the job two months ago? Why is he not a right manager for the job? No, well, you've got I, to give people I think, time. Yeah, absolutely, I completely agree with you. But I think from the Liverpool fans' point of view, that this is a, a crisis, isn't it? Probably the worst a lot of them will have seen Since in their lives Since like ever. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I can, can kind of understand how you, that would make you very sort of emotional about the situation. But I completely agree. They need to give them a bit more time. And there are extenuating circumstances, which hopefully, for their sake, will sort of calm down now. What with the new owners coming in. But it just that was so undignified the way that Hicks and Gillette just kept trying to just. It was almost like they were trying to get the club docked points yeah, as yeah. like a sort of like fuck you to the, yeah, to the yeah, fans yeah. just awful I'm not I'm, yeah I'm, I'm in no way in favour of, of what Hicks and Gillette did and, they, you know, and the thing is they were, they did lose a bit they lost oh, they lost hundreds of millions yeah, yeah, of dollars so yeah. you sort of on one hand you do sort of want to be a bit balanced about it but you know I can't I can't condone what they did and I, I just think that I Hodgson for me I rate him as a manager some people may not but I don't think he goes from being a good manager to a bad manager mm. in two months for God's sake and to be I, fair he, sorry Pete he did say after the game I think we played well I think that was our best performance yeah, I, so I don't know where he's getting that from yeah. <laughs> they had won a game this season <laughs> which was certainly better than that do you think he's <laughs> maybe saying that more for the players point of view yeah maybe he's protecting them to try and say I mean you know I, I mean you know I rate Hodgson but is this a little bit too much I mean you look at Liverpool and you think it's, it's a huge club with a huge history 
and perhaps they want a huge personality mm. or one of the, or one of their own like Dale Gleeson I don't disagree with that Marcus but you've got to remember two months ago two and a half months ago when he took over no one would touch that club with a barge pole yeah. Yeah. no one would touch it they couldn't get anyone in they didn't know that Hitchens let were off or then there was a lot of debt there were a lot of trouble there was no white shine, night and shine on the horizon and Roy Hodgson was the only man who said look this is a huge club I can't turn this down they're a national institution I'll mm. do my best and I think he deserves a bit of credit for that and right, they're not right. having a great start you know they've got what they've got like the 19th for eight games in the their joint bottom I know that but the, the league isn't lost in fucking November or October no. you know there's still a lot of points to be played for mm. and there's nothing to say that now this hasn't all blown over there's nothing to say with that squad if you can get players fit and get them confident they can't get up into top six or seven I, I genuinely believe they can no, do I'm that I'm sure they will I mean look at Tottenham a couple of years ago when uh, they, were, they were in a similar position like, under but, Ramos but, yeah. yeah but a lot further along and they still turned it around and they had a really strong finish when Redknapp came in and mm. I don't know maybe it even will take a change but mm-hmm. I, I don't think there are people that genuinely seem to think Liverpool are going to go down which is just crazy yeah uh, um, well, a team that did go down and now they're back up. Newcastle. Mm. Yes. Uh, Zombia. nearly murked them. He did. Charlie he, was, he was given a lot of space. Let's two say. great goals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two actually. The yeah. second was an absolute ripper. Yeah. I knew he's a type of man to celebrate against his former oh, team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and try harder against his <laughs> 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 That's right, yeah. You don't expect too many more goals yeah, exactly. for the rest I'd of the be, season. I'd be upset if I was a Wigan supporter because they don't see that. He's been good this season, but yeah. he's not been in, in the tail end of last season. But he's not been, you know, he's mm. not played like that. Um, <laughs> what do you think about Andy Carroll going to live with uh, Kevin Nolan? Yeah, I mean, do, you want, can, do you want to explain this story? This is nuts. I think I'm going to just leave that let, let that do it for a bit. one thing I'll say is can the judge do that yeah <laughs> I want to know what Kevin Nolan thinks about all this yeah. Pete sh- do you care to well uh, he, he's got in trouble he's reportedly done some things uh, around somebody else's house reportedly 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 but and now uh, his punishment is t- to be fair he's already got a court date in the next couple of weeks anyway, granted conditional bail so he's been granted conditional bail as long as he spends his nights at uh, Kevin Nolan's but house. has Kevin but Nolan got like chaperone him then well, well, does Kevin Nolan even know? But Kevin Nolan's, no, but Kevin Nolan's got a family, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. A d- but a day before a match, he doesn't have to stay at Kevin Nolan's house, which is weird. But Kevin, Kevin, Nolan, Kevin Nolan lives closer to the, to the, the girl in question than he does. Is he? Is yeah, he, it's, it's like a fifteen-minute walk, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, does the judge know Kevin Nolan? He thinks he's a good family man. It's a good family unit going on there. <laughs> Go around there and learn. No, his farm was good last season, so uh, he, he did well in the championship. I just imagine in my head the phone ringing at Kevin Nolan's house. And he, Hello. <laughs> What? You what? <laughs> what? Ding dong! <laughs> yeah. What's happening here? Oh, he's hammered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he wasn't going through the door. He's coming through the window. Is he going to be escaping at night? <laughs> <laughs> it's very odd. It's very odd. He can stay overnight when the Newcastle playing away, <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> which is good news all round. <laughs> I think for, really. for, for the band. Give, give Mrs. Nolan a day off. Give Colleen Nolan a day off. In the Championship, uh, the big story that's just broke: Gordon Strachan has parted ways with Middlesbrough has he been sacked or was he no quit? he walked he walked again again he, anyone who said that Chris Boyd was a brilliant signer for the championship must be an idiot which one of you was it I know it was one of you it was all of us wasn't was it, it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, think, yeah. I think we all thought that. Yeah. Gibson's basically said that uh, it's to Strachan's credit that he did walk, and to be, I, I kind of agree with him because he could just stick stick it out and just get that few million in his pocket. It's a worse start for a long time. They've not they've not done well. You know, but when you when you tune up at home to Portsmouth, you don't win. <laughs> Alarm bells. Come back, yeah. Gareth. Come back, Gareth. <laughs> all is forgiven. <laughs> hey, I've got an email. Oh, good. It's over here. I lost Woo-hoo. it for a minute, but then I saw it again with my eyes. Uh, this is from Will Donovan. 
Well, this is this is concerning the championship, I believe. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Uh, Ramblefoss Hall. Oh. Mm-hmm. Having just spent four years as a student in Norwich, I've adopted them as my second team, as is my want. And Norfolk Ooh. often more than lives up to his reputation for having some interesting supporters. Uh, the Norwich fans have an affectionate song for winger Simon Lapin. 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 To the tune of London Bridge, Simon Lapin. King of Spain King of Spain King of Spain Simon Lapin King of Spain He looks Spanish (laughs) I like that Glasgow born Lapin Is hardly a dead ringer For Xavi or Villa But it gets a rendition Every time he goes for a corner (laughs) Having just looked at his wiki It outright claims that Lapin Is a member of the Spanish royal family Namely the king Uh, (laughs) At home games A few fans have taken to bringing Spanish flags And waving them at him That is so weird Showing that Norwich Is not afraid of multiculturalism (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, whilst at the game versus QPR at the weekend, I confirm I can confirm that the QPR sombrero man has kept his season ticket for another year and was a great source of amusement to the City fans in a fairly chance-free game on Saturday. Nothing hugely new to report, but he grinningly produced several vuvuzelas from a bag and started handing them out to nearby children at one point. Glad I was able to see him in the flesh and glad that he finally got to see a proper crowd at Loftus Road. Love the show. Keep on rambling. Will Donovan, thank you very much well, for that. Well the sombrero man at QPR son listens to the show yes that's true he emailed in oh, um, I that. had a good result at QPR because it was nil-nil and um, obviously QPR are absolutely flying but yeah. Norwich are doing alright they're yeah. third or something yeah. Norwich are indeed but I was just on the Strachan thing I mean yep. it, it, it turned out to be the nail in, in Strachan's coffin not literally he's not there but um, Luke Shai-Becchio <laughs> scored an absolute beauty for Leeds the winner mm. against Middlesbrough um, ball came over from the left and he, it was a left foot swivel volley from about 15 oh, yards out flew nice. in off the post Lovely it stuff. was a beauty he went mental as well <laughs> It's like he couldn't believe it himself. I'd like to mention League One. I saw um, some of the highlights. Brighton looked good. 4 0 away, was it? Yeah. Away at Charlton. Yeah. They looked really good. Fine, and yeah. Le- and y- y- your man Loa Loa, who we mentioned. Yeah. Um, Kazenga Loa Loa. Yeah. yeah, he scored a lovely goal. They're trying yeah. to keep him, aren't they? But I'd they, imagine they against his will. They can't keep him. <laughs> <laughs> we need I, him back. He needs to go to Newcastle. Um, uh, there's been some wonderful score lines, big score lines. Yeah, in the big scores are back. We've said it before. <laughs> well, they certainly are, James. Like the twenties again. The Peterborough one. Peterborough five. Funny for big scores. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when he does that. Yeah. Um, uh, Peterborough five. Swindon four. Yeah, that is what you talk. And, and the winner was in the ninety third minute. On goal. <laughs> yeah, <it was> <laughs> goal <laughs> as well. On goal in the ninety third minute. Wonderful. It was three all at half time. What a game game at London Road (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) superb Yeah Yeah, Love that Love it all Pop bang lovely Um, We we touched on it briefly um, When we were talking about Rooney But uh, England Montenegro Pete and I were there Oh, yeah. yeah, courtesy of Umbro, very kind of them. Thank you very yes. much. Yeah. Oh, we had a lovely time. Jim, they've changed. Yeah, no, they? time. <laughs> we didn't know anything about it. No. We, we, were, were, we were still there in our Hummel tracksuits. Yeah. <laughs> we were so busy keeping it real, yeah. we must not have been listening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, tracksuits available. My <laughs> word, my word, it was decadent. <laughs> yeah. Other tracksuits are available, namely Umbro ones. Swan's <laughs> after, that, after that little performance, Swan's blood on. milkshake. It, <laughs> it was decadent. They put on a sort of uh, a, a Jim Rosenthal, uh, Matt Letizier. Uh, who else was there? Gary Pat- Gary Pallister. You know I, was looking, I was looking at this. He was looking at Gary Pallister. He's gone, who is that? Well, man? He's got quite fat. No, he, he's got so fat. <laughs> yeah. So he's fat. Bad. He's swan's blood in, 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 in the Wembley club. Club Pete, Wembley. Pete turned around to me and went, that's Gary Pallister. And I was like, and I looked again and I was like, 
I think you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that used to be Gary. But he's <laughs> eaten someone else. Yeah, he's eaten Steve Bruce. It was, it was weird seeing Jim Rosenthal up, up close and personal. We oh. were right next to him. Does he look like Satan? Like he, looks, he looks even more like yeah. Satan. When I, when I Fortunately, I had my Bible on me, so we were all right, Peter. <laughs> when, when I went to Wembley... I yeah, said, don't worry, I'll sort him out. When I had that, um, <laughs> and they had the little speech before the dinner, yeah. um, it, was, um, it was Mark Bright and Andy Cole, and it was Jake Humphreys presenting. Similar yeah. sort of thing, but Mark Bright had forgotten his shoes... A pair of trainers <laughs> on, with a oh suit with a pair of trainers on. <laughs> they're really odd. You know, it's the, they're on the stage, aren't they? So it's like yeah. eye levels. Everyone yeah. can see these trainers. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It, it, that must be a bit. That was a good money owner as a corporate. Oh, he talks That's and massive. talks and talks. My <laughs> God, God. Yeah, he does. He was he so about, through the whole of the first. He's about three seats down from me. First half, he wouldn't stop talking about. Um, oh, Palace or something. The second the half, golf, he, he wouldn't stop talking about golf. Yeah. Andy Cole was just sitting there like. You know that, that famous interview of Andy Cole when they ask him a question? I think fantasy football did it. And it, t- it looked like he had been turned off. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like that the whole time. He often looks like that. <laughs> Andrew Cole does. Mm. Um, right then, let's uh, back into current affairs. Primera Liga. Mm. Uh, you always call it Primera Liga, but it's just called La Liga now, isn't it? No, but it's the Primera Liga. First, first La Liga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Is that okay? Yeah, 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 is is yeah, La Liga yeah. the nickname, is it? The League. Call it the Spanish League. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's Spain. Barcelona 2 Valencia 1 it was 1-0 at half time to Valencia could have been 2 should have been 2 Valdez yeah. saved one with his face didn't he it was uh, hand and hand face hand to face yeah it was one Pablo who scored the first one wasn't it that's right yeah. uh, did you watch the game I saw yeah, bits and pieces second yeah. half it was relentless just beautiful it was yeah. like the whole of the new camp just went right yeah. we're not having <laughs> how <laughs> dare you yeah, it really was yeah. like the whole just thing just totally changed well, yeah. Iniesta things, was just a monster wasn't yeah, it? one of the things I noticed about Iniesta's goal he scored it in like the 47th minute and he got the ball now, so yeah, yeah. It back to the yeah, well, that was the intention. You've that got ages, yeah? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's Urgency. Good. But uh, Shabby. Yeah. <laughs> England, England. If there's words. one thing Idiesta has learnt from England, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. it's uh, technical ability. Yeah. But um, uh, Xavi with two assists. What a cross for Piol's goal. Yeah. Mm. I'm a bit of a fan of the Piol header. Because he's, he's very short man, isn't he, Piol? He yeah, just looks like he should be. He's about big. five, five, nine, five times. Yeah, that's quite short for a football. He's, he's, got, a a yeah, yeah. he's got a barrel chest. Yeah, so you don't want to mess with it. I'm a big he, fan of Piol. Really like yeah, yes. a bullet header. He like he whipped his hair to whip it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they should have scored a few more. But Danny Alves was just pillaging his way down the was, road. Yeah. Did you, when I saw, when I saw, bring it back the Premiership a little bit, when I saw the, Silver, Silver, oh, Silver's goal for, for, yeah, for yeah, Man City, uh, in and out. Andy yeah, Gray was loving that. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he did his normal like player mind reading thing, but for about five minutes, <laughs> unbelievable. I'm yeah. stopping it. I'm shooting. No, I'm not. I'm stopping. I'm, I'm curling in. I'm scoring. Oh yeah. I'm, oh, I'm in to score as well. <laughs> and I never intended to <laughs> mess and I didn't. <laughs> and Carlos Tevez comes up and said, "You scored, son." And he goes, "I know I have. <laughs> I meant to do it, Carlos. I know you did. I know you know because I was there." <laughs> I'm showering I'm, I'm going home <laughs> I've confounded expectations again I'm sleeping I wish uh, I could stop this <laughs> Richie Keys going but I will man we've got to stop we've got to go <laughs> show's finished uh, is that the final thought is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, back to Spain back to, and, um, back to Spain. Spain Andy Gray's last word I'm a massive ball bag <laughs> <laughs> Andy Gray's moment of clarity <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm a ball bag. <laughs> oh, God, it's oh. descended into immaturity. I like it. 
Ball bags aside, um, back in the league. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll Temple. follow. I'll follow. It's just the way I'm sitting. Uh, Real beat uh, Malaga four. <laughs> they, they really did beat them. As well, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> in a quite savage manner. Cristiano Ronaldo, top scorer so far in the uh, in the league. Is he? Yeah, he, mm. he looks. Um, he's uh, he's not he mo- one for the future. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you who else is absolutely banging him in uh, is uh, Nilmar of Villarreal. Oh yeah, decent. They're doing well. If they win their game in hand, do they go top or joint top or something. I, I think they go top. Don't yeah. They not? yeah. yeah. But it's, it's looking pretty tight. I love Villarreal. They haven't got yeah. me my Spanish team. It's, it's so a tiny bucket. place, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's it's crazy. It's like a little village having a sort of top flight right. side. Because Perez, pl- he still, still plays, yeah. doesn't he, Perez? No, Perez is, is training with Arsenal at the moment because he's left Villarreal. Oh, he's left Villarreal, sorry. When he first went there, he was trying to get Super Soul Campbell out there. Yeah, that's right. He basically said, come out and enjoy your football, I think, was his words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is superb. Do a bit of acting on the side, if you yeah. want. Um, the local drama society. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, Ika Casillas. Real Madrid goalkeeper of course said um, he was talking about Barcelona and he's basically not having it he yeah. said this is the best Barca in history and they've been in fashion but this is just a passing fad well they're the best in history and it's a passing fad <laughs> <laughs> it's um, almost like he, he's, 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 what he's done is he's made a compliment and he realised he's not supposed to do that yeah. so he's trying to backtrack really <laughs> yeah. like, but it's just a fad a sniffy comment yeah, yeah. yeah. it's odd isn't it bearing in mind that, that a lot of those players helped you get a World Cup winners medal <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, I could watch Barcelona all day but I'm busy so I can't <laughs> busy down Ica Grove where I live with yeah. Pete very good <laughs> James yeah. Orton makes no sense I just wanted to say it well no it sounds a bit like biker Indeed. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's the reason why you said it. Um, right, let's go to Serie A. Mm. Milan won 3 1 at Kiev. I hope this is Milan get going now. Pato looked. Um, not doing too bad. No, 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 but they had a bit of a sloppy start. Rubinho yeah. scored a nice goal. There's always a lot of criticism because he's a lazy shit. You said he was well. a team player. Well, Rupert for Fry- which team I don't know Rupert Fryer did a, um, a blog for us on the footballround.com where he said it's t- and the title of the blog was it's time for Robinho to shine at club level yeah, yeah. and he scored so yeah so he's, he's <laughs> reading face Fryer he <laughs> well no he's, he's, Robinho's obviously reading the site yeah, yeah. yeah. like a lot of people are the, uh, <laughs> there was a great bit I'm going I'm to stick on Ramble Tube there was this grotesque drag back from uh, from, from Ronaldinho he did this glorious sort of drag back but like through someone's legs he dragged it back through and dummied someone at the same time I've got to see it I've got, got to see it. Is, it for, is it for over 18 he, only he's back everyone <laughs> he's been back a couple time. of times hasn't he <laughs> yeah yeah there's another one we could have had at the start a dip of form yeah <laughs> there you go yeah. but you know um, a late honourable mention Fiorentino rock bottom I, mean, I know you don't like to see I that, I don't don't like to see that. at least their manager is the most racist man in football and he's getting punished Mihailovic it's Mihailovic yeah awful man let's, yeah. let's not shy away from that spitty awful racist man yeah and they're bottom yeah, yeah. Uh, into one, one nil at Calgary. Let's keep on the racist theme. Um, Etu got was subject to a lot of racist abuse. Terrible. Mm, yeah. The referee so nearly stopped the, the. Well, he he stopped the game for a few minutes and he nearly abandoned well, the match. I think the it the was right thing. It was good to see. But, and that's even what if he didn't fully abandon what it, it's it? just to, to, to acknowledge it at all, which yeah. so many don't. That's right. And yeah. what was even Especially better that Eto got the only goal of the oh, game? What a goal it was <laughs> as well! Did you see it? He, Absolutely oh. superb, <laughs> wonderful. But, uh, dare I say the best striker in the world at the moment? You, we've, you have. Oh. So what you want? Okay. Well, edit it out, Pete, in case <laughs> yeah. he has a sudden fall from grace. Um, <laughs> David V has just fallen off his chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll pick him up then. Just, uh, um, just um, become the top scoring Spanish player at International Eleven in history. Mm. And all the talk over here is for Samuel Eto'o. 
Well, he doesn't. He isn't Spanish. That's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. <laughs> He's never going to win that. No. And Eto performed very well in Spain. So thank you very mm. much for proving my point. Uh, Casano, <laughs> um, yeah, talking about Fiorentina. He got the winner against Fiorentina for Sampdoria. He's got a few goals already this season. We've got to mention every time he does something. Does anything? Marcus Antonio Casano got out of bed today. Yeah. <laughs> Madness in suit. Which actually is an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> One thing to, you've got. You you simply must mention is the fact that Lazio are top and Hernanes is uh, playing well for Lazio because um, we've. we've We've largely ignored him since his move to Italy. Well, because we, we did say that he when he moved to Lazio, we almost thought it was a bit of a shame, actually, that he went there. But yeah. he's a, a superb player. Should have more um, international caps, really, for my Dunga was funny about him. Dunga was trying to set him up with a move to Milan all the time. Right. And when he was playing in Brazil, he wasn't picking him. I think because he wants to put ultra-defensive and stuff as well, yeah. I think. Brilliant player. Um, Alessandro Del Piero, he scored against Leto in a 4 win for Juventus. But not just any goal. It was the goal that brought him level with Juventus' all-time leading goal scorer, uh, Guillaume Pieri, uh, Bonnie Perti. Yeah. Uh, 178 Serie A goals. And uh, Bonnie Perti said, I'm not a liar, and I will tell you straight away that it annoyed me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that it is you, Del Piero, of course, um, that I have known you since you were a little boy and I brought you uh, to Juventus gives me satisfaction. Well, well, Thank you, credit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the thing the most Gallagher gave him a cause. I was like, yeah, well done, pal. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly that's effectively, I brought, you in, I brought you into the world, I'll take you out of it. So, yeah. threat. Yeah. <laughs> Could he be one of the most Italian men of all time? <laughs> I'm predicting a, um, when, when Del, Del Piero does break the record, which he will, um, I am predicting a, uh, a bit of writing on, on a shirt under a... You reckon? Yeah, I think mm. you probably will, I just yeah. feel sorry for his knees, Del Piero. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a man who has knee trouble yourself, I do, what? yeah, yeah. So you can relate to it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm from a family of bad knees. Mm. But Pete's only on 172 goals for the round. <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> well, there's a lot in common. Dodgy knees, devilishly handsome, bang the goals in, playing this at the Oh, and side Friends with Noel Gallagher. <laughs> Friends with Noel Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you like a Zlatan update? Yeah, Obviously. Right. Um, apparently, he's, uh, this is um, in anticipation for the game against Real Madrid, which will have been played by the time this comes out. Can I get in the Zlatan? Zeppelin before <laughs> yeah if you wouldn't mind I'm, going up Zal- I'm, I'm in the Zlatan Zeppelin okay yeah. <laughs> I'm would, trying to have a but thing but he would I don't have a thing but he's got a thing <laughs> I haven't got a thing <laughs> well, you'll get a thing um, <laughs> it would be a Zeppelin because he, he would want to look down on everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but he said with regards to training he said I am working really hard in training and I am I'm coming in every day yeah, and I, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely there yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm working really hard in training and I'm killing myself and my team if they win, then I win too. It's just, it's just so good. <laughs> just dawns on him that that's where it works. Sorry, uh, Zan, I've been his manager. I've been saying that for ages. <laughs> if you win, we all win. And we all win if you win. Fellas, I, mean, why, why I, I don't care. Where am I in the league? Where am I personally? <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Oh, where are you going? Yeah, yeah. Every time I go and play football, there are ten other people on my team. dressed the same as me. Is that what they have to do to him when he turns <laughs> up to me? We're going to call you AC Milan okay and that's you in the league yeah, we know that you're Zlatan <laughs> yes we know you've got a mate who's a builder we've met him he's, yeah, he's, <laughs> his he's son's fine. over there kicking around with the reserve <laughs> yeah. um, also though he had yet another dig at Guardiola he just will <laughs> not let this go he said Guardiola wants to appear perfect uh, appear perfect in public Tiger Woods is the same but no one is perfect <laughs> Yeah. Why bring that in? Yeah. That's a loaded comment. Yeah. yeah. Why is he picking on Woods? 
odd. Dear, oh dear. So yeah, that kind of concludes the Serie A roundup. And what a roundup it was! I think Jim. we can agree that we've definitely put the most important issues to bed there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I get um, the Zlatan Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Come down, Pete. Come down. Um, Bundesliga time. Um, Borussia Dortmund. Good to see them on top of the league with Mainz after a 2-0 uh, 2-1 joint top win. aren't they yeah they're joint yeah. top yeah uh, away to Cologne hmm. where they make the aftershave um, one of the things that's annoying me about German football at the moment uh, do you remember a player called uh, Theophanes Gekas played yeah. at Pompey couldn't, couldn't buy a start for Pompey <laughs> top scorer in the Bundesliga Eintracht yeah. <laughs> Frankfurt top scorer yeah, I d- yeah. I could, well, what was happening at Fratton Park well when, when Mascarano <laughs> came on for Barcelona I said, wasn't that that lad who struggled to get in the West Ham <laughs> 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 um, bitey man well, H- yeah. Hayden Mullins was keeping him out also at Pompey <laughs> <laughs> he scored at the weekend so I let him off yeah. but I mean that's outrageous who are Pompey scouts yeah exactly <laughs> get rid of them um, maybe they're actual scouts it was so poor <laughs> Right. <laughs> we just got some children in. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, <laughs> uh, when's the last time I asked them once a week? It's all right. It's all right. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm simmering that, here. That was I'll, a Ferrari turning a corner over a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> it was Latan in it. Yeah. <laughs> Latan zebra crossing. Because <laughs> he, he crosses people all the time. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I've rescued that. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Carry on. And he's very black. That's very black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't right. care what you say. Conscience. <laughs> very black. Yeah. Um, I'm going to press on with saying that uh, Cologne, uh, Stuttgart, are bottom of Bundesliga with with four points from eight games. Four points from eight games. They need Mad Yen's back in there. <laughs> and Cologne and Schalke are just above them on five points. Incredible scenes great, in the Bundesliga, James. St. Pauli, St. Pauli beat Nuremberg 3-2 and they're up to sixth. That is brilliant. Yeah, Wayne Rooney's going to St. Pauli. I saw him outside the training ground <laughs> <like> yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw him on the chairs of the sausage thing. trend. <laughs> yeah, with, with now, Kenny Pavey. <laughs> have you heard, gentlemen, that uh, a representative of one of the big wigs of St. Pauli was having a little walk around Fulham and there's little talk between the clubs that they might have a little, uh, you know, like have players in between Fulham players going on loan, loan to St. Feeder club, yeah, yeah. Fulham and St. Pauli. Would it be a feeder club? Because they're both quite, they're both top. Yeah, lines, no, so. that's that's an odd just link a, up. Just a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. two lovely clubs, and uh, I think we're all. Does that mean Fulham will get a sausage train? It would be a pan-European sausage train. They'll start in Fulham. Would that be great though? I'll go down the channel, which nobody yeah. uses that word anyway. No, no. Um, channel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, uh, just a quick update on uh, McLaren's Wolfsburg. They lost 3-2 to Leverkusen. They were 2-0 up with 20 minutes to go, but they're 12th. Well, McLaren had one of the, as we said before, one of the quotes of the season for me. Uh, something like, this was much harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it? And yeah, it's yeah. still proven to be, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, right, uh, while we've been talking, uh, Luke's buggered off. To that famous corner again. Oh, I had no idea this was coming up. That's why I, I shouldn't have added in the uh, the Zeppelin. Sorry, apologies, well, Luke. Over there in Diego Corner. I, I don't feel threatened by your puny, <laughs> by your puny Zeppelin. When you when you think about who it's named after, you probably should. Yeah, very yeah, true. true. Yeah, yeah. Here I am in Diego Corner. It's been a while. Yeah, blowing, blowing the dust oh, off. Can your yeah. corner floor? The don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> do people care about it? Yes, they do. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty fans on Facebook. So how many for you? Zeppelin? I forgot that. Was well, there. I'm going to start a forum. I'm going to start a, a link on our forum. Do you know what? It, it will start as well now. The most important <laughs> thing is I'm in Diego Corner and I'm bringing you some Diego news. Read it, damn you! Come on. <laughs> um, football great Diego Maradona. Oh yeah, has led Argentina to a nine-eight victory over Uruguay <laughs> at an exhibition game in Orn. In honour of former player Fernando Caceres, oh, amazing. Yes. 
Fernando Caceres is um, is actually in a really bad way. He's got, ex River Plate. He is. Yeah, he got he got shot in the head in a carjacking. He's only forty one. Oh, I saw because uh, I saw highlights of the game and I saw and I saw um, Caceres there and he's in a wheelchair and he's undergoing therapy. So Maradona. As we've said, you know, we do like to rip it out of Maradona here and there, but he does do a lot of charity work. And especially a river, an ex-river player, considering oh, yeah, Maradona was Boca. Absolutely right, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because no, um, Caceres has played for Boca as well. Oh, he played he? both, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so they won 9-8. Um, it's a good win. Maradona scored the first goal. Did this happen in League 2? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, good <laughs> It's a bit of a beauty as well. And uh, I, watched, I watched the game. I watched like, well, extended highlights of the game. It wasn't a 4-11-a-side game. It was indoors. <laughs> I was going to say, if and, you watched uh, the game, that was a dodgy and, feed, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, Maradona fans, I can confirm he was wearing a number 10 shirt. Yeah, <laughs> And he was all left foot, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's amazing. Are you slagging his feet? Um, I am slagging his right foot, specifically. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he never seems to use it. But unfortunately, um, Claudio Canigia couldn't play, mm. which would have been nice. But um, yeah, all, all, um, all best wishes to, to Caceres, because I think he's still got the bullet stuck <clears> in his head, and, he's, fl- and he's blind in one eye. Oh. So um, hopefully uh, Diego went sort of some way towards um, making him feel up. better. Yeah. Hmm. Nice one. Is that it? That's it. Well, lock up and come back. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> there we go. Uh, right. While well, Luke makes his way back over to the um, table of joy, uh, Sepp Blatter was in the press recently because he was over in England, mm. in the country where we all live, and he said that the this was of course to see England's bid for the World Cup, and he said your bid has impressed me personally. That shouldn't be important. No, <laughs> carry on, make your next point. <laughs> sure, yeah, S- superfluous per- word. Thank yeah. you. James. Are we going to build the train systems in the end of mass transit stuff? No, we need to impress Sepp Blatter personally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard the other day so, someone told me, and someone who was learned in the world of football told me that Sepp Blatter's ultimate ambition is to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, I'm, and I'm sure of that. And his yeah. plan to do that is to get North and South Korea to host a joint World Cup. Wow. I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't concern you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, well, he's impressed me personally. He is like one step short of living we, under a volcano. Yeah. having like a big thing that flips open and mixes I, 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 I just yeah, like impress him personally, right? Don't bother planning anything. Just bring in a magician. Yeah. Bring in yeah. a magician. Yeah. I Maybe mean, that's what they did. No, some women in suspenders. <laughs> yeah. Made it's of got food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made of lobsters. <laughs> made of longer things. But he, um... But we listed some of the, um... What, what would it be titles that he's got from oh, yeah, countries yeah, yeah. sort of this empire and this the prize, Nobel Peace prize no he doesn't but oh my goodness it's incredible so yeah it wouldn't be surprised me if he's after that but it, that's a little bit short sighted because they famously don't get on I mean what are the chances of getting that to happen eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. north and south Korea. Um, yeah so he said England can organise the World Cup that's not a problem so I'd imagine that would score brownie points for yeah. a bid if you want to organise it it's not on the list it. it's not on the list <laughs> <laughs> like, if I, that's the criteria the brownies aren't involved yeah. yeah. He also <laughs> said that um, he praised. <laughs> he pra- <laughs> come on. He praised England's uh, efforts to tackle the hooliganism problem. The hooligan problem, sorry. Uh, that was so evident, of course, in the 80s and a little bit in the 90s. And, and he was very impressed with the stadia. So the, the 2018 bids are. I think we've pretty much got. It's, it's going to be in Europe. England we've, have pulled yeah. out of the 2022 one already. Well, that's yes. right. And, and the states have pulled out of the 2018 one. So it's just left um, with Europe, Belgium, and, and Netherlands. 
with a joint one, England, Portugal and Spain with a joint one, and Russia. Mm. I think Russia is second favourite. Yeah, England and Russia are the joint favourite. You think Spain and Portugal would be a very attractive proposition as well, though? Because yeah. the stadiums are there. That's yeah. a big space, though, isn't it? Belgium. Well, I, I think any of those. The, the only one that is a bit more of an unknown quantity is Russia, because Belgium and Netherlands hosted Euro 2000 mm. successfully. And, and as you say, the other ones. But the thing is, Portugal and Spain, it is, but I mean, don't forget the Euros in 2012, Poland and Ukraine. That, yeah, Ukraine is yeah. massive. Well, look yeah. the size of South Africa. Well, yeah, absolutely right, yeah. And Brazil, yeah, of course. Right. So, I mean, that, yeah. that'll probably be fine. Yeah. And then the 2022 bids are uh, around the world Australia, Japan, um, Qatar, South Korea, not with North Korea, sadly, mm. and the United <laughs> States. The, now, the Jap- Japanese bid is, is quite an interesting one for the 2000. Is it mental? 22 oh, World didn't, Cup. Didn't they not send anyone? Didn't they get American people to do the presentation? Or I something? hope so. Yeah, I think they got loads of Americans to do the presentation. There was like, no Japanese people <laughs> in the video. <laughs> something like that. I might be wrong, but I'm sure I read something like that. Well, it, uh, in their bid for the 2022 World Cup, it is proposing to shoot um, all of um, the games in 3D and then beam them um, horribly into people's eyes, <laughs> souls, <laughs> holographically onto 400 pitches around the world. But it's not that impressive. That is insane. No, it's it's, it's going to be 2022 by then. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So you get back in time. You get Pele to play. Space it's cars. impressive now. I don't care what you say. Yeah, fair enough. So, um, just they're gonna, I'm gonna whoa, whoa, whoa. so right. The whole point of hosting it in one place is that right, the Japanese <laughs> have got it, but they're gonna they're gonna be around, gonna around the world. It. It's the world world the world Cup. world yeah. cup. What's wrong with that? Wow. One of the good things about the 2022 World Cup, Seth Blatter will almost certainly be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Gets my vote. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Light at the end of the tunnel, I think we can say that. Um, speaking of which, we can't mention all this without saying that there has been um, corruption claims at FIFA. Two of the members have been trying to sell their votes, allegedly. What they should mm. do is say when there's not corruption. Yeah, yeah. that would be a lot Save less. everyone's time. Yeah, news feeds would be yeah. a bit more relaxed yeah. in general. I was, um, when I was looking at this story, I stumbled across something which um, described the FIFA headquarters. In Switzerland, and it's a new building that was um, unveiled in 2007, and cost 99 million pounds. And might not go for the hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah round it up. Get put a nice toilet in or something. <laughs> I think Set if you're going to siphon, you know, <laughs> round up. I think Set pocketed allegedly. Yeah. Um, now the outside is is mostly made of glass, and I kid you not, Set Blatter said this. He wanted that to be the case because it would, his words, allow light to shine through the building and create the transparency we all stand for. Oh my God! A metaphor is not going to do it. No. <laughs> you know, like when they say there's only been two. In the world, when there's been peace since World War Two, so yeah. since 1945, there's only been two days total yeah. where there's been world peace. That's not the same with. There's, there's only been like two days ever when no one in FIFA's allegedly taken a bung. What, if, what if you <laughs> stick allegedly in there? Yeah. Such a strong statement. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, if anyone ever does a biography of us, it will be allegedly. <laughs> Football ramble story. What if you? What if you sort of um, have to? You get something on your shirt and you got to change your shirt and everything's glass. You'd be yeah. screwed then. Everyone would see your tops. Yeah, yeah well, like he, yeah. well, well, he does no, like his, his ladies in their tiny shorts, <laughs> yes. doesn't he? So that's probably uh, part of the thinking. Uh, however, I think the transparency only exists on certain levels because the building also includes five underground levels. Right. Five <laughs> underground. Five. How much? Is that where they do their actual work? Uh, yeah, clearly. Lair. It's just a lair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, five underground levels. That's like a video game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A fitness centre. That's empty. Fitness um, <laughs> centre. Um, yeah. A, a med- fit and proper person yeah, centre. The fitness. <laughs> 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 a meditation room. God. Geographically themed. I would win the Nobel Prize. Yeah. <laughs> Delusion room would be more <laughs> yeah, yeah. appropriate. Geographically themed parks. 
A full-sized international football pitch. Um, the ground. There's no need for it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that is? Whoa, whoa, whoa! So what's it made of? This is under the ground yeah. skin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said that uh, it's it's more than a building um, to be shown. It is like a home where people can meet, talk, rest, and retreat in silence and contemplation. No, it isn't because only you and your dodgy mates go in yeah. there. Yeah. More than a building. That's simply had to be um, brought to uh, the masses' attention. Really Andrew Jennings talks about how that's the most amazing, like, opulent building on the shores of yeah, Lake Geneva and stuff. Yeah. Andrew Jennings is a constant thorn in Blatter's side of and, and Warner's. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's it. I love Warner. Warner. And, he, and he's a real sort of quintessential, trash. lovely um, old English you. gent. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's nice Jennings. Guy, yeah. He goes about his business beautifully. And uh, but he's on a crusade, though, isn't he? Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and I, it's consumed him. He's like I, Gollum. I'm with him. I'm with him. I'm with him. <laughs> Um, I've got an email Does anyone want to oh. hear it? Far away old sport Around the fourth hell Hell yeah. uh, Gents On the back of the image Of Roy Keane Wandering about With a Labrador Impaled on his arm Like some sort of Ultra demonic rod hole That you've stuck in my head I thought I'd share with you uh, How <laughs> said canine's Fake death Was reported by the Irish media Wandering down to the To the shop For a morning coffee recently I was running my eyes Across the front of the tabloids In standard Doesn't count if I don't Pay for it fashion When a headline in the Irish Sun Cunningly titled Sister paper of the sun Jumped out at me Trix is dead It screamed Keane O'Morn's beloved pet it wailed with giant accompanying picture of the uh, of the T1000 himself walking the unfortunate animal standard eight word paragraph in the obligatory steep pages 2 3 4 5 46 and 47 um, <laughs> they've got nothing on yeah they really really haven't bringing you the news that matters keep up the great work that's uh, Keenan Brennan I think that's pronounced Keenan it's too Irish for me to understand yeah. you know oh, who you are you. Yeah. Thank we you, literally got one email about that <laughs> oh good little mm. update there uh, from the country of Ireland. Um, yes, look. Do you want to do forum topic of the week? Yeah, that's an idea. Yeah, you're going to do it. Yeah, right. you go ahead. Is that okay? Did you want to do it? No, well, I don't mind. You've got your corner. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pete's got his Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> you have your forum. Do you want to do the forum? Am I stuck with Ica Grove now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Isn't it's not a good plan. How, how often is that going to come up? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm in. Do the... what Pete does. Work it in. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I'm in the FIFA Palace then. Um, right, uh, the forum topic of the week. Here we go. Um, this is the scenario. It's another scenario. Yeah. Uh, the coalition has fallen apart. Now, for those who don't know, that is the coalition government currently uh, serving our needs. Yeah. If you don't live in England, or Britain, our election Britain. essentially went to penalties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Britain, of course, James. It's not important. Carry on. <laughs> um, so the coalition falls apart, and a bloody extreme turn of events uh, leads to the footballers' party gaining power. The question is, who do you put in each position looking for sort of Prime Minister, Deputy, Chancellor, Foreign Secretary, Home Secretary, etc., um, etc.? Et Footballers, managers, past uh, or present, dead or alive. That's it. Can I say um, spin doctor Alex Ferguson? Yeah, well, not bad. I'll, I'm going to go for a foreign... I'm going on the Malcolm Tucker theme. There. Foreign Secretary, uh, Leicester City's Wayne Brown. Voted <laughs> 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 so, BMP, yeah. isn't it? So are you basically endorsing his views by, by wanting him in charge of that? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Well, he's obviously keen on foreign you'll relations. You'll be fine with your area. Look. Uh, def- Defence Secretary? Big soul. Mm. Yeah. Come yeah. on, eh? I'm yeah. trying to... I, I know he's obviously not British, but I'm trying to... Surely Sven Goran Eriksson's got a role to play. Yeah. Yeah, well, sort of head of finance, surely. He knows how to make money, that yeah. guy. Well, Business Secretary is Peter Story. 
I did. didn't know what was happening. I was just a chief exec. <laughs> I was a patsy. Yeah. Uh, for uh, home secretary, I'd go for any Arsenal defender because they look good behind a desk. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> When you said earlier about fitting points in, yeah, yeah, wow. Brian Kidd, deputy. Oh, I tell you, I have always deputy, always deputy, never the Brian, always the Brian. Education, charge of education, Clark Carlisle. Oh yeah, countdown. Because you want countdown. Yeah, can I, can I, can I bring it down to a more sort of poignant level? You're going Prime Minister Sir Bobby Robson. Yeah, come on, mate. Yes. We need some whips as well. We really do. Some yeah. furious whips. Um, who's angry all the time? Duncan Ferguson, whip. <laughs> He'd yeah. be an incredible whip. David Moyes. He'd be terrible. <laughs> Moyes. Actually, Moyes yeah. would be the spin doctor. They literally whip. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, they would. Yeah, Moyes yeah, and Ferguson yeah. would. I misunderstood it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd never appointed you now. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Well, there we go. That was the forum topic of the week. Get on, um, get on there for more of that sort of thing. The footballround.com's forum. You get a little. Um, if you do that and you and you get the one on, on the show, you get a little forum topic of the week, little tag. Yeah, yeah, oh, for the rest nice. of the week. So well, we'll be giving away a copy um, football manager soon in a couple of weeks. A oh. new one. So on the forum. Oh, Will we? Go. Yeah. Up yours, Delors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I might get on there. All right, I am then. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you could have claimed credit, but I'm doing it. It's literally the best website on the internet. <laughs> it is. Even it's if you don't like football. Better than Google or Twitter or Yahoo or do 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 <laughs> Phil in while Marcus picks up some paper thank you very much he did it really slowly as well <laughs> like he was, wasn't I was, was enjoying like, the song just yeah. mooching around oh, oh, dear, the me. profile gods have handed me the profile and Matt yeah. Letizia he's no we've done him ambling around <laughs> Ian Selly or something yeah Ian Selly's yeah. was involved ridiculous scenarios you've got Profile Park that's your area oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like it's a park with all the footballers isn't there yeah Maybe, maybe it's the sort of entrance to the dim window with Hall of Fame. You can't go in there. Are they all watching me do keep up to the middle? Quite nice. No, they're not watching you. I see the no, whole thing. Because I'd embarrass myself. It's <laughs> being like a cenotaph. Yeah, and with a door in the middle, like a they're like not a, all dead, like a mausoleum. Are they just doing tricks? Tra- they're doing training drills. So you got to cater for the dead ones as well. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, nice finish, Perotio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's profile time, and uh, what have we got today? Well, gentlemen. We've got a derby. It's only the oldest derby in football outside of the UK. It's the Montevideo derby in from Uruguay. In from Uruguay. In from Uruguay. Live. Is it here? Yeah. It's Penarol versus Nacional. Ooh. Good. Massive. Huge. <laughs> it is. Oldest football derby in football outside the UK. Yeah. All the way in Uruguay. Who would have thought? Mm. Who would have thought? Well, they were big players, Uruguay, back in the day. Massive they? players. They were leaders. For a relatively small country as well. Yeah. Maybe the, the most overachieving nation in world football. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And up to. Well, apart from Montenegro right well. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but they come to the semi final of the World Cup, Marcus. Lest we forget. Lest. Yeah. Um, uh, that's right. The, uh, the a population of about three and a half, four million, I think. Crazy. Yeah. That's less than London by some distance. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's less than this room. That's less than like the, the tube sh- now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, right, well, uh, the two teams, their fan base consists of around about 80% of the Uruguayan football yeah. fans. You know. You've got to be even handed here. If you give even a second more to Penarol than you did Nacional, you'd have loads of angry Uruguayans. <laughs> <Yeah>. I know, <laughs> but I'm fully aware. You put bolt, yourself under pressure. Bolt the door. Um, <laughs> They are the two most successful teams in Uruguay, of course. And you can put them in the two of the most successful teams in South American club history. Mm. Um, they, they share over 80 Uruguayan league titles. 
eight copper Libertadores um, with uh, Penarol with five and Nacional with three and six world title championships uh, between them three each and what I like about this the derby is always played at the Centario Stadium which is not um, their home ground yeah it's like a special one and with oh, a wow, that's cool. capacity of, of about 70,000 it's like when Arsenal had that really uh, successful run playing their Champions League game <laughs> 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 um, that's right. Uh, well, let's a little bit a brief uh, background on each club. Penarol um, were originally founded um, in the 18th of September 1891. Oh, oh, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky. 76 one. years before the summer last. If that's right, well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were first known as the Central Uruguayan Railway Cricket Club. Sounds like a band I'd hate. <laughs> <laughs> Can't play cricket on a train. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can do a fastball, maybe. Straight down it. Yeah. Not really much damaging, yeah. Yeah, not much scope for fielding, really. No, not really. <laughs> you could do a fastball. I see you're a cricket expert. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Yeah. That's why I've been thrown on the GNAR on more than one occasion. Yeah, yeah. Um, Right. Well, they were, of course, that they were created by English engineers working for the uh, the rail company there. But uh, Penarol are the oldest football team in Uruguay, as they were formed in, of course, eighteen ninety one. They were the footballing element of mm. that club. Um, and the name Penarol was taken from um, a little uh, neighbourhood village on the outskirts of Montevideo. But the funny thing is, it was um, a, 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 an important um, agriculturalist, uh, Pedro uh, Pignarolo, whose mispronounced surname gave the area and the club its name. Penarol. Yeah, which is quite funny, really. Just a, a little, little, little a, a silly one like that, and it's, and it's still there. And the club's colours, black and yellow, were taken from the colours of the country's railway signs at the time. Oh, yeah. So a rail theme yeah. there. Uh, and Nacional, they are the oldest Uruguayan football club because... Um, as we say, uh, Penarol weren't a football Exclusively club. Football exactly, game, yeah. Um, and they were the first indigenous Latin American football club as well. And they were founded uh, on the 14th of May, 1899. 68 years before. <laughs> that was a bit easy, that one. Quick, yeah. <laughs> um, and they, uh, they came about with two university institutions uh, joining together. Um, and they get their colours from... Uh, it was in honour of a flag carried by a national hero. Um, who defended the liberty of the nation. Now, they won three league titles from 1902 to 1904. This is Uruguay. You're going back some distance. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, twice in that time, going through the season unbeaten, which wow. is an incredible achievement. They uh, Their early history featured... Uh, they did a lot of touring. There's a lot of that going on back then, really. Yeah. That's right, yeah. tours happening. And uh, there was one tour, for example, in 1925 which saw the club travel uh, to nine different European countries over a period of 153 days. And, you know, flights weren't exactly <laughs> no. easy to come by then. Right, so, they, so they toured for, for that long, and they, the 38-match programme, 26 wins, 7 draws, 5 defeats, 130 goals scored, 30 conceded. And that's nine different... Euro- they basically turned up to Europe and hammered everybody. You're loving that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great stuff. Isn't that amazing? Great. Um, but, of course, it didn't take long for the rivalry between these two sides, uh, Penarol and Nacional, to develop. So, as I said, in 1902 to 1904, a Nacional twice went unbeaten. And you're thinking, that's impressive. Mm. Penarol. In 1905, they set an incredible record, finished the league season without dropping a single point or conceding a single goal. What? <laughs> <laughs> that can't have happened. 
basically, anything you could do, we can have it. Much, you much literally much. can't beat that. That is incredible. <laughs> the only way you can beat that is by scoring one more goal than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or never being offside. Like, just... Yeah. Oh, more God. corners. You're yeah. going to the corners, wouldn't yeah. I'd love to see the goals scored that season. That is unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the first game between the two was when Penarol was still um, known as the, uh, the, the... What was it? The Central Uruguayan Railway Cricket yeah. Club, sorry. Um, the, the Kirk... Um, they they beat National 2-0 on the 15th was, um, of September the captain of the team Captain Kirk <laughs> Cal Shark, you know yeah. where the door is cheapened it there they beat them 2-0 on the 15th of September 1900 <laughs> right on the dot um, 67 years right. um, but but when they had the name Penarol and they the first time Penarol and Nacional as they are known now uh, the first game was in 1913 however before, before that they'd already played each other over 50 times god you know. wow. is it not the case that Nacional came from Penarol in some way did, did one club not spawn the other no doesn't I don't I think that's so. something I thought was true I, I may be wrong well maybe some players were involved in, yeah you know it wouldn't, it wouldn't be surprising at all but the thing is based on like the amount of games they've played against each other mm. and based on the percentage of the population who watch the games yeah it's, it's one of the biggest derbies in the world yeah absolutely so uh, well let's go through some of the, the past derby highlights you have um, uh, this one was <laughs> was quite something this was in May uh, 1934 and they, this was um, in the final of the, the Copa Uruguay. Mm. So the Copa Uruguay, of course. Uh, the score was at nil-nil. And Penarol <clears throat> had the ball. And an overhit cross went out of play. However, there was a, a national physio was by the side of the pitch. The ball rebounded back into play off the medical bag being carried by the physio. Penarol scored from the resulting move. <laughs> and uh, obviously there was huge protests. The goal was eventually disallowed. Yeah. So this ball like hit someone out of play, <laughs> and the referee like just <laughs> continued to play on. And so um, the, 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 the goal was disallowed. This was not before two of Nationale's players had been sent off. What protest? Yeah. So it, it, those players shouldn't have been sent but off. But if you protest and it gets overturned, surely you you don't get yeah. sent off. Surely can you come back? Not in 1930s Uruguay. No. Um, <laughs> You're always saying that, <laughs> <laughs> and I've said it again. <laughs> Um, would have been like we're in my park, so you um, would have won the World Cup. There, the four years earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the match couldn't uh, then the match couldn't be completed due to fading light. So this was in May. The match didn't. So they started a fire. The, ga- yeah. <laughs> the game didn't resume until late August. What? <laughs> and then national. Did everyone have to stand in the same position. <laughs> they're in, they're they're the other, the team just have other things on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't do July's out. I'm so busy. <laughs> We're all on a holiday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ian Holloway needs to shut up. <laughs> Imagine the injustice. Yeah. Well, yeah. National, bearing in mind they were down a couple of players. Managed to hold on, and then in a playoff, they Nacional won three two in a, in a replay. So in, incredible scenes. Um, the biggest uh, margin, winning margin in one of these derbies was when Nacional in 1941 beat six nil. And also, um, uh, I think that their second team also beat the, their two uh, reserve teams or B sides. Uh, Nacional's side also beat Penarol's 
second side, 4-0. So it goes down in folklore as El Dia del uh, Diez Zero, which is the day of Ted Nil. So, But uh, Peneral supporters apparently still sing about their 7-3 triumph back in 1911. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's yeah, an old it's old. Like, it's like Larry David. It's, one of the <laughs> yeah. thing, isn't it? it's amazing. Um, we, in 1949, there, there, I suppose you, you could maybe call this a half derby uh, Peneron were comfortably leading 2-0 at half time and Nacional just simply refused to come out for the second half <laughs> this is the best derby world football it's amazing <laughs> Um, that they call it the derby when they ran away. Oh, <laughs> what other what other team can you think of? They still other, sing yeah. about their rival team defeating now, he, now here's a lovely little one. Um, a little quote from uh, former Penarol Uruguayan footballer Alcides Gija. Oh yeah, oh, who yeah. scored? Um, Did you in 1950 World Cup? Final, in the 1950 yeah. World Cup, he's in the Hall of Fame, and he said, uh, with regards to that day when they didn't come out, he said, "I remember it rained constantly that day, but no sooner did the referee ward us the game than the sun came out." <laughs> <laughs> didn't <So> happen. <laughs> oh, that, that is absolutely mental. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, uh, between 73 and 71 and 73, Nacional went 16 games unbeaten against Penarol. But uh, Penarol won um, when it was the hundredth meeting of the sides, mm. and and for for teams who who keep such stringent records, that's a yeah, big yeah, deal. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now this is a funny one. In the nineteen eighties, not that long ago, they uh, Penarol and Nacional they set up a series of eight matches which was called the Gold Cup of Greats I think just between it, them just between them <laughs> it's like almost like a sort of a baseball world Starting series league. Yeah. Yeah, this was kind of basically to make money yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think the finances were t- looking too good so it's to make money and to see who was the biggest team in Uruguay I mean, can you imagine like, you, you, like United and Liverpool back in the day going yeah. right I'll tell you what we'll do we'll play eight matches yeah. you know, <laughs> best so, of three best of five yeah. <laughs> um, and they were played due during 1985 and 1986 however Penarol won five of the first six so it was all over before it started really. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it so National went home at half time again <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right then we, we come into the 90s and uh, in 1990 um, a, one of the El Clasico derbies between uh, National and Penarol ended with um, 11 Penarol and 9 National outfield players plus a couple of substitutes collecting a grand total of 22 red cards <laughs> amazing <laughs> they hate each other yeah. Yeah. surely you've got to abandon it before it can even get to that yeah, but it's probably it's all been called off and he's still flapping yeah. the red cards yeah. well if, that, if, if, if you think that couldn't get any worse in 2000 another one of the Classicos ended with a brawl that resulted in 9 players from both teams <laughs> spending up to a month each in prison <laughs> 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 There's no love lost. Yeah. Remember 1911? <laughs> any pe- if we've got any listeners to support either of these two teams, email your stories. Yeah. They're going to be brilliant. Yeah. So uh, that's it. So absolutely incredible. Nacional, though, they can uh, say that they, well, they have. They, they won the first Montevideo derby played overseas, which was a 3 1 victory in the 2005 Copa Teresa Herrera in Spain. I'm not sure why that happened, but Nacional won it. Don't question it. I wouldn't no. dream of it. I wouldn't no. dream of it. So, uh, yeah, so, just a few highlights from some past yeah. derbies over the, uh, the many, many years, Very these enjoyable. two teams. So, um, yeah, they've, uh, I mean, the games also sometimes, sadly, there's a lot of uh, trouble with the fans and. A lot yeah. of writing and, and whatnot, but um, but to sum up overall, Penarol actually have the upper hand in the overall head-to-head meetings. Not by much, though. Mm. 
and um, as we said before, you know, Penarol I think have a few more league titles, not many, and uh, two more Copa Libertadores. Um, but it's a shame, really. Uruguayan football has suffered in recent years because of the exodus of talented players mm. to Europe. But even though that it's the, the quality has dropped dramatically, as you said, Luke, Uruguay were one of the, the best footballing sites going years and years back. Mm. It's had a vast um, change. The atmosphere on the terraces is still red yeah. hot. You know, the, the, these fans are still there in absolutely. their thousands, and they absolutely love it. I mean, if they're still chanting about 1911 yeah. and stuff, I've seen some stuff about this derby where in the stadium something happened where the, the scoreboard fell down, and, and fans sit in it. And Martin Palermo got injured. <laughs> yeah. Well, they still use it. No, it's just a frame now, but they, people stand in it and sit in it, and it's like really? you fall off that, you you're just mince meat. Yeah, it's, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just incredible. Like, the people will sit anywhere, but looks of it like the, wow. there's, there's talk of like Argentinian fans climbing into the stadium once for a national game there or something like with ropes something absolutely <laughs> mental like, class isn't uh, it <laughs> my favourite fact about it is that Nacional and Penarol have played each other since there's been proper records they've played each other 432 times <laughs> They are just sick to the back team. <laughs> yeah. They're not though. This is yeah. the thing. Every yeah. derby is metered. <laughs> what, what a brilliant derby! Amazing. Oh dear, and in they come. All they come. All of them. Yeah. Come in, into everyone. The, into the, the, the biggest induction ever. Ba. <laughs> yeah, look look after yourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, right. Well, that is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've had a uh, lovely time. Remember the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and come over to the website which features fantastic blogs from many fantastic men. James or Jim is one of them, mm. believe it or not. And that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, thefootballramble.com and the forum which is enjoying um, a lot of good chat. And <laughs> That's um, not a French cat. <laughs> no, there's very little chat about Have chat. you got something to say? I've got, I've got lots of things to say. I think you well, will probably tell, tell it that. Um, thanks to Fitzy on the forum for imagining a hilarious sitcom scenario whereby uh, Kevin Nolan's waiting to use the bathroom only to discover that Andy Carroll's used all the links Africa. Um, <laughs> thank you to Dingo at My Ramble for posting a bizarre John Terry picture, animated oh, yeah. GIF, where he's crying, floods of tears. Check it out if you can on the forum. It's a, yeah. a glorious piece of work. And uh, finally, I was, I was going to thank Umbra actually for taking us to the football, but you've already said that, so uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Marvellous. Mm. Cool. Thank uh, you. Say goodbye, James. Oh, remember Pick Live, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah play some Pick Live with us. It's great fun. The, the, the address is the footballramble.picklive.com. There it is. We'll be, I mean, I think I'm, I'm up next, aren't I? Are you so in seriously, league, so? get involved because I'm rubbish compared yeah. to <laughs> we, we We're a lot worse than Mark and yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> say goodbye, James, on GM. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Uh, we're all off to live with uh, Kevin Nolan. Cheers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, what about me then? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.